1: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the host of Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast, Bryce Boudreaux, and you're listening to King of Wrestling Podcast.
2: The number one source for independent wrestling, King of Wrestling Podcast presents Around the Indies. And now, your host... Brandon Turner. Welcome into Around Indies on this Friday. It's been a very, very unique week for me and Ultimo Gallows this week, and I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But before we do, don't forget, check us out on Patreon at patreoncom KOWP show. You're going to get ad free content, bonus episodes, and no telling what else pops up on Patreon. It's only $3 a month. slash KOWP. Check it out. Get your official King of Wrestling Podcast t shirt. Follow us on Facebook at King of Wrestling Podcast and follow us on Twitter at KOWP Show. And also, I want to check this out. If you like Pokemon, go to YouTube, type in Chris Thrash, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-H-R-A-S-H. Hit the subscribe button. He talks about Pokemon. He's got it down pat. You're going to want to hit the subscribe button. Also, check us out on YouTube at King of Wrestling Podcast because I'm going to start uploading some matches here and there so y'all can check them out. This week, I uploaded Barry Wolf. Taking on Nick Wonder in uh, (laughs) Elevate Pro. What's going on, Optimo Gallows?
3: First thing, I'm freezing my ass off right now. It's cold as hell up here, man.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You and uh, Dave Dwyer. Oh, no, that's right. Get it right, bastard Dwight Dyer. Dyer. I
3: explained why. I explained why. Here's why. When I was in school, there was a guy that looked kind of like old Belfast Bulldog. We called him Dumbbell Dwyer. And he looks just like him, so I get the names mixed up. Hey, it's Dave Dyer. Yeah, he he sent me a package. I got the tracking number, and I hauled ass up to Maine, and I ain't found that shit yet. You seen the video? I'm walking around the woods trying to find this damn package.
2: Yeah, I've seen that. And I'm going to just say this, okay? I'm going to start out right now. Can, can, we get, can we get into this week real quick for just a second?
3: Sure, man. I wish this week would end, but yeah.
2: Me too, man. I'm going to just say this. I'm going to be honest with all the podcast listeners out there that you're lucky that you're actually getting around the Indies episode because our week has been crazy. We got snow. We got ice. All right. I'm going to just say this. All right, Sunday night, I got home and everybody's like, All right, we're going to get this. And you know, most of the time when I hear this, I'm like, it's an exaggeration, right?
3: Yeah, they said, "Oh, you're going to get two inches, all mine. We'll get half an inch. You
2: know, it ain't going to even be that." Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So I'm sitting here Sunday night thinking everybody's freaking out. My workplace calls. They're like, "We're we're going to just we're going to not work tomorrow, and then we're going to mm-hmm. come in Tuesday at twelve. I think they said twelve. Yeah. That's sleeping in for you, man. Yeah. So I'm like this. I'm sitting here going, "All right, I'm off Monday. I'll get paid, but I'm off. Yeah. All right. So." Monday comes, I wake up at my usual time, which is about 6.15 in the morning.
3: How the hell do you wake up so early, sir?
2: Dude, I don't even know, man. I can go to bed at 2 a.m. Like, we did battle zone. We got home about 1.30, 1.45, okay? Mm -hmm. Dude, I was so tired. And I said, I'm going to actually sleep in today. And I actually slept Mm -hmm. at 10.30. I could not believe I did that. That's sleeping in late for you. Oh, that was big time. But anyway, back to the story. So I woke up at 6.15 Monday morning. I look out the window. There's nothing. Like, there's no snow. There's no water. There's no ice. There's no nothing. I mean, it's just. Oh, y'all
3: didn't get it until the next day. Okay. No, no,
2: no. Hold on. Listen. Listen to the story. See, that's where you and Doug Weiser y'all always jump into conclusions. So I'm sitting here at 6.15 in the morning looking out. There's nothing out there. Enzo goes out. He uses the bathroom. He comes back in, does his thing, gets his cookie, whatever. So I'm sitting here going, we're off work for what? Mm -hmm. There's nothing going on. All right. Right about 10 o'clock that morning, it starts raining.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then the next thing I know, there's ice everywhere. It's just, it's taking over. Mm-hmm. So they're telling us we're coming in at noon on Tuesday. So we 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 do Monday. Everything's good. Lights is on. We're watching TV. We ain't worried about nothing. Power ain't went out of here. Yeah. So Tuesday, I wake up, and it is snow everywhere. It's just snowing. Okay, it's just mm-hmm. coming down. I'm like, all right, are we going to go into work at 12? Because I could look out in my yard, and I had a pond in my yard, and it was nothing but ice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting here going – yeah, we're not going to work because I could see that. There was a notebook thick sheet of ice on our road. So, Dude,
3: the pond in the front half of the property was three inches frozen on the top. I threw like two limbs at it, didn't break it.
2: So I'm sitting here going, and then we get the we get the text. You're not coming into work today. Be here at uh, 11 a.m. Wednesday. So I'm like, okay, 11 a.m. Wednesday. So I'm sitting here, and I'm. Nothing. You know everything's good. We're eating. We're just chilling. Just sitting back watching TV. Having a snow day. Right. Wednesday comes now. I, you know how busy I get. So I'm yeah, already. I'm, busy. Yeah, I've already missed two days. So it's it's piling up as we go. So I go in Wednesday at 11 a.m. I start doing my deliveries. I don't get done till about 6:30, 7 o'clock at night, which is still it's, it's not as late because they cut them off early. Yeah. So, I get home, and I'm like, I'm going to watch Ernest Goes to Jail. I'm going to eat, and I'm just going to chill, and I'll catch up on MLW here in just a bit. (laughs) Dude, I get in the house. I take a shower. I'm sitting here. I'm ready to eat. I got Ernest Goes to Jail. The intro is playing, and then the lights go out.
3: Yep, and I messaged you, what, about an hour
2: later? (laughs) Yeah, you messaged me an hour later. I told you the power was out. Dude, I froze my ass off. And I wasn't thinking with my noggin. Okay. Mm Should have just went and got a hotel room, right?
3: If there was any empty, yeah,
2: hell yeah. Uh, I mean, there was. I mean, there was. Oh, because I
3: don't know Meridian that well. I know one hotel and it
2: sucked. (laughs) Oh, we got like 20 or 30 of them. I'm sure. But anyway, so I'm sitting here. In between me and my wife is Enzo, who is... Usually wanting to be under the covers next to my wife. Okay, now we're oh, yeah, stay warm. Yeah, all right. So we're in. There's no power. We're in the dark. It is freezing ass cold.
3: Yeah, because that day, what was the it got down to? What? Was that? The day it got down to 17 down there. Yes. And I say like, it was that, and the people I don't know that is cold as hell from Mississippi. That's like being negative 20.
2: <laughs> so I'm laying here in the bed. My wife's laying in the bed, and Enzo is usually, like I said, under the covers trying to keep everybody warm. No, not, not not this time. It's it's a beautiful day for a stroll. So he's on top of the covers, out from under the covers. So, you know, when, a, when they're laying there on the covers, it's hard for you to pull, you know, and all this and that. Yeah,
3: because you're afraid you're going to flip them off the bed or
2: something. Yeah, right. I understand. Wake up the next morning. We knew that there weren't going to be no power because they called the power crews off that night. Yeah. So we knew there was not going to be no power Wednesday morning. I mean, Thursday morning. Right. Dude, I did not have no sleep that night. I didn't take a shower the next morning to go to work. I had to go to work with no with no shower, okay? I get there at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. and, dude, I didn't get out of there until almost 8 p.m. Oh, last I night. You got
3: off. I'll say, you got off late, man, because we were talking. You're like, okay, it'll be a little bit, and then you're like, oh, man, I got to make another run. And I'm like, shit, man, how bad is it over
2: there? So, at 8, you know, or so, so here I am. I'm sitting here going... Well, I hope I got power. Well, Kaylee came home before I did, and she said, yeah, we got power. We got water. Everything's good. Good. I said, we got internet. She says, yes. I said, okay, good. Because I was sitting here thinking, yeah, the people may not get around the Indies today. But also today we got Bryce Boudreaux coming up from Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast. He'll be on here. You're going to want to hear what he's got to say about that plan. We're going to talk a little MLW. We're going to talk a little Ring of Honor. We're going to talk a little other stuff. I got some actual news that we're going to talk about. To start off with, cool. But my week has been hell. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm tired, Dude. and I'm gonna sleep. You know about this my weekend. Week?
3: Yeah. My computer on Wednesday, my laptop decided not to work. I was on the phone with Dell for two hours, basically trying to convince them, "Look, just send me a damn box. Let me mail this back to you. you. can Fix the damn thing." Because everything you tell me to do, I've already done. And then I'm trapped up in fucking Maine.
0: So, yeah, yeah. You it ain't got, been a good
3: yeah. week for me either.
2: Yeah, old Dave got you up there looking for that package, didn't
3: he? Yeah, but you know what? I got backup, man. Old Jesse Nolan's got my back. She said, don't ever trust a shit zoo, and she's right.
2: Now, come on. He's a Belfast Bulldog. He ain't no shit zoo.
3: He's the Belfast Bulldog.
2: Anyway, we're going to move on from that. <laughs> right.
3: That's right. We're going to move on. I'm, I'm warm now. I got me a little campfire going. got me a little lean-to build out here in the woods. I'm good.
2: I'm just showing you that we are dedicated in bringing you the podcast each and every week, even when we don't have power, even when I haven't had no sleep in 24 yeah. hours. I'm, yeah. I'm still yeah. going to try to bring you a good podcast because I am tired as hell. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to pretend like I'm lying.
3: Yeah, and you forgot one thing. You forgot that when you got home for recorded uh, this morning, you got up, your computer wouldn't turn on.
2: Remember? Yeah, yeah. I hit the wrong button. That was my fault. Well, I was hitting well, the you know, CD I'm saying, I'm button.
3: Like, Damn! Hopefully, your computer would go up same time as mine.
2: God, I was sitting here thinking, man, how this week has went. But tonight, hopefully I'll still have power. I'm gonna yeah, go hopefully. I'm gonna go take a nap. Yep. And I'm gonna enjoy my weekend, hopefully, this weekend. But uh before we before we get into it, we got Bryce Boudreaux coming up, like I said, from championship wrestling from uh our championship wrestling Gulf Coast. He's gonna come on here. We're gonna talk to him. He's gonna tell us the deal with this, get it going. Plus championship wrestling for Memphis. Did their TV tapings last weekend. We're going to have Dustin Starr coming up on the podcast soon. But not only that, we're going to have a former world heavyweight champion right here on King of Wrestling Podcast in a couple weeks, and that's Mr. PCO from Ring of Honor. He'll be on here. And this Tuesday, who do we got?
3: Who is that, sir?
2: Myron Reed, baby. I
3: forgot Myron's coming up this week. Man, That's a great interview, too. That was a great interview with old Myron Fire. Yeah,
2: so everybody, I mean, just check it out. And if you want to listen to the Myron Reed episode a little early, I think I'm going to try to get it out there Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Okay. So you can listen to it on Patreon. And yeah. if you're a Patreon member, you're going to get early access to it. But if you want to listen to it for free, you're going to get it Tuesday right here on the King of Wrestling Podcast. But uh, let's jump into this week. I want to talk about a little news. I'm going to see what you got in a minute. But I want to talk about... A big debut at NXT TakeOver this past weekend with Mr. L.A. Knight, Eli Drake. What do you think of him coming into NXT, the name? I, I'm going to just go ahead and spit this out there. I'm a mm-hmm. big Eli Drake fan. Love, I am too. Love Eli Drake. And if anybody can pull off L.A. Knight, it's Eli Drake.
3: Okay, first thing. L.A. Knight sounds like a pair of tennis shoes I would have wore back in junior high, like L.A. Gear or British Knights. <laughs> And Eli Drake was in developmental before and left because they didn't know what the hell to do with him. So hopefully they do something right with him this time because, man, has been killing it. And does this mean the NWA's dead? No, it's not. Okay, I was like, you know, Eli was one of their bigger names. You know, Jane Storm done left him. Eli done left him.
2: Speaking of uh, NWA's dead, we're gonna, me and Bryce are going to talk about that. Oh, because, uh, no, he, no, wait,
3: who's your favorite NWA? Is it Easy e or Dr. Dre?
2: <sighs> well, I like Easy.
3: You know, your short
2: guys get along. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to talk about that because cool. not only does uh, Bryce talk some, you know, spit some fire about the NWA deal, but he's also got some uh, a scoop in there with Dave Marquez. So we talk about Dave cool. in there, and, and Dave is telling him about the NWA, and you're going to hear about that in the interview coming up here in just a few minutes. But uh, speaking of Eli Drake, I'll, I'll tell you this. He took the paycheck. Which is what you want to do. That's that's the whole oh, yeah. goal in wrestling. Money, man. All right, he's Make he's, money, yeah. he's he's got a real he's well known. Mm-hmm. He's already accomplished a lot. The only thing he really has not accomplished is on the biggest stage of them all, and that's WWE. Yeah, the only thing he's got left
3: is that, or maybe going to Japan. That's
2: the only two things he's got left. Yeah. Well, the, my thing is, and I know I, as much as I love Japan, as much as I love anything, wrestling is synonymous with WrestleMania. That is the yeah. showcase oh, God, yeah. of the immortals. That is where you want to be. And if Eli Drake or LA Knight can get to WrestleMania, that will mark off just about everything he can do as far as the performer that he is in America. I will say this, I, I thought when they, when I heard the LA Knight deal, you know you know what was the first thing I popped up?
3: Uh for me I thought that was a soccer team they had out there, but what's the first thing that popped up for you? Suge
2: Knight. Suge Knight, oh
3: geez. Suge Knight.
2: That was the first thing that popped in my head. Like LA? Suge <laughs> yeah. Knight? Yeah. LA Knight. I
3: didn't sh- I get you. I just thought when well, I heard, I was like, "Is that like a minor league hockey team?" Or <laughs> I wouldn't think of Eli Drake. You
2: know? Well, you know the way he says it, "L.A. Night." all right, I was sitting here thinking. It it's the cadence. I was just sitting here thinking, okay, uh, that's Suge Knight. You know, L.A. Suge <laughs> Knight. Huh?
3: Does that mean Eli Drake's a whole vanilla ice over a balcony by his ankles?
2: Hey, there's a possibility that could happen. Knowing Eli Drake, anything's possible. And Man, the the best best he 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 I great. got to meet. I got to meet Eli back at the NWA tapings back in January, the last tapings. Him so I and James. To meet him
3: yet? He is amazing. Remember last when Impact was doing those one night only pay per views? Yes. They gave him one and let him kind of promote it. And there's a 15 minute song he plays on the piano, sings about all the dummies in the world. It's probably the best thing he's ever done. But I don't think maybe five people saw because we got those pay per views. You know. Yeah. Dummy yeah. I still have the app on my tablet. dude, the dummy yeah button. I use it all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love it. I love it. Dummy, yeah. Yeah. I love it.
3: But well, my question about this is, okay, you know, Eli Drake's a great wrestler. Why is he in development while he's on the main roster?
2: Look, look, uh, this is another thing I was wanting to talk about. Because, I mean, we hadn't really dived into NXT. I think NXT's a third brand in my opinion. Yeah, it is in a way, but it's also supposed to be
3: developmental at the same time. But what they're really doing is there's two NXTs. You got the one we see on TV, which is, you know, the third brand, basically a super indie. And you got the one that's the Florida Loop, where there's all the people they don't want to put on TV yet that aren't
2: ready. And did you hear about that deal?
3: Uh, about the Florida Loop? Yeah. What happened there? I, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm. You know, Gabe I'm
2: Sapolsky's amazed. over that, right? Oh, Jesus and Triple H is giving him full reign, they're coming out with another NXT show, and it's going to be called NXT Evolve. Okay. So, I mean, I think that, you know, maybe they made him come out on NXT because, you know, that... That gives them a little bit of a boost, ratings boost, it, you know? It, it
3: probably does, because, you know, he's... The, the people who watch stuff besides WWE, he's kind of one of the bigger names, you know, the TNA run, the NWA and, run.
2: And let, and let me ask you this. What, what, what else is more important... In WWE than NXT anyway. I mean, what puts on a better product is NXT, in, in my opinion. So, I mean.
0: I have no clue because I don't
3: watch any WWE product anymore. But well, when I was last watching NXT was the better of the three shows.
2: And I think it still is. And I'm, I'm just saying that, that you know, maybe that's why they brought him in. To get a yeah. little more ratings on USA Network. Because, you know, they're trying to build that program up on there. Because they're going head-to-head with AEW. Which, yeah. did you hear about uh, Steam getting powerbombed? No. Yeah, he got Powerbomb power by bomb. Brian Cage. Uh, I don't. Oh, think, I did hear about this. Yes, yes, I didn't see it or anything because I hadn't. been Like I said, I was out of power. I didn't get to see anything, but I just I had some notifications come across my phone, so I checked it out. But yeah. You got anything else on the news desk?
3: I mean, one thing we forgot to mention two weeks ago, and we both kicked ourselves the ass for this, you know, Butch Reed died.
2: Yeah, the natural Butch Reed, he passed. And, uh, yes, I'm sorry. We should have done a 10-bell salute. We've had so much going on, and I'm sorry that, yes. that that got out. But, yeah, Butch Reed, the natural Butch Reed, was one of my favorites growing up as well. I remember him in the WWF. It's... You know, when they did the tournament and stuff, and when he was in WCW and his mid South days.
3: run. Jeez. Yeah. They're a piece of news, and just congrats to both of them. You know, uh, Keith Lee and BAM announced they're, they're engaged. It's like, hell yeah, that's going to be a. If they ever have any kids, it's going to be a talented ass kid.
2: Yeah, it is. We was talking about that. Yeah. Well, first, we're going to talk about Ring of Honor. And speaking of, like I said, Ring of Honor, we got PCO coming up March the 2nd. You don't want to miss that episode. He's going to talk about all kinds of stuff, and you're going to enjoy it. Uh, He's a former Ring of Honor world champion, so check that out uh, March the 2nd. But this coming uh, Tuesday is Myron Reed. Uh, We're going to jump into ROH. I'm going to just say this. LSG and Tony Deppin had a hell of a match, buddy.
3: Dude, that was a great match. But here's the weird thing. Was it just me or was Tony Depp in the face in this match?
2: I don't – you know, to be honest with you, the way it was flippity-floppity, I don't know. I mean, because well, – me They me both had – They both had heel tendencies and they both yeah. had face tendencies.
3: Well, me and Korsham, I mean, of course, you know, he's never seen Depp outside of Ring of Honor. He's like, oh, his face is like, no, oh, he's always heel. So I don't know what yeah. was going on. Great match, but I don't know what was going on there, you know, character-wise.
2: You know, Deppin's just got that look of an asshole that you don't want to like so I mean Deppin's got
3: that look that you just want to smack you know what Deppin has that look that I'm sure you had when you were 16 you're right just uh, if i known you were 16 I would've smacked the shit out of you know? oh, <laughs> I would've you, smacked you, the you shit
2: out of you you definitely would have there's no doubt you going have deserved it you know? yeah I, I was kind of a bully they say in school I don't think so but that's what they used to say and I was an asshole in school and my wife still thinks I'm one now well,
3: you're not a bully anymore I get bullied. Oh, well, you get bullied by Enzo.
2: Yeah, and my wife.
3: Now, you know, you, you know, you get bullied by Red Phoenix. Red Phoenix bullies the hell out of you.
2: Now, the listeners don't know who Red Phoenix is, so maybe you need to enlighten them a little bit on who Red Phoenix <laughs> okay, is. Okay,
3: Red Phoenix is uh, what would you say Mississippi's answer to Jeff? Jump, jumping Jeff Farmer.
2: Yeah, I guess something. I don't even know if I don't even know jumping Jeff Farmers. That Jeff bad. Farmer,
3: jumping Jeff Farmers is the guy's known for doing the worst promo ever.
2: Uh yeah, but I don't think that I think this is worse.
3: Uh, it probably is, dude. Um, okay, Living Dead Girl. Have you ever seen the match with Living Dead Girl online, Red Phoenix is worse than that.
2: Ooh.
3: He's worse than Mike Levy.
2: Now I know Red Phoenix.
3: I have not met the guy, but I've heard too many stories and seen
2: too much footage. You know, let me just say this. I was in training with Red Phoenix. Oh. Yeah, you know, when I was doing my training, I was in training with Red Phoenix. I'm just going to plead the fifth. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's
3: cool. I just had to throw the name out there. I like the name Red
2: Phoenix. It sounds like a Magic's Gathering card. He's got a good look. He's got a good look. So, anyway... What did you think of this opening match between LSG and Tony Deppin overall? I enjoyed
3: the hell out of it. I hope both of them stay in Ring of Honor because Deppin is just great, and LSG is growing on me.
2: I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I may have to try to get LSG uh, on the show. Yeah, yeah. He's
3: he's entertaining, man, Tony Deppin. If you can get Tony
2: Deppin. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I've been trying to get Tony for the last two years, and uh, no luck yet.
3: Next time you talk to him, tell him I have a bunch of back issues of Thrasher from like 1988 that might help sweeten the deal.
2: Yeah, I may do that. Now, look, I, I watched this thing. I saw the six man tag. Do, do tell me anything about this because I don't remember anything cause of the week I've had. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna apologize, to everybody. Too, I didn't write no notes down this week.
3: I was straight up honest when that match was going on. Was when I was, that was the two hours I was on the phone with Dell trying to get my computer fixed. So I saw the match, but I be honest, I don't remember a lot of it.
2: I don't remember what happened. I'm just going to say this: Ring of Honor is doing great things, and I will be back on the trail yeah. next week. But I'm sorry that I didn't get to finish it this week. But I mean, I had so much going on this week; I didn't really get we to watch did. anything. So it's it was, you know, it was it was it was the furthest thing from my mind with all the power outages. And oh the, yeah. The snow. I was going to make everything. sure we had
3: plenty of firewood and groceries and all that. And I had to make my trip.
2: Yeah, I understand. You know, I was worried about even doing around the Indies because I'm like, I didn't get, I don't have no notes. I'm like, damn, am I going to be boring on this show? Because it's just, I mean, it really is. But overall, without just putting it out to the side, what what was your grade on Ring of Honor this week? Uh, and I kind
3: of I feel bad doing this. I'm only grading one match. Cause I, I saw the six-man, but I don't remember shit about it. plus.
2: Uh, B+. I, I, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with a B-plus on it.
3: And it could have been better if I saw the six man again. I should have rewatched it, but I don't like watching shit on my tablet. And right now, it's all I got to watch on because I'm out in the middle of the woods.
2: Yeah, and I hadn't. I mean, I just I had, I watched it Monday, mm-hmm. uh, and and like I like I said, I, I, everything went out because of everything that was going on here yeah. weather wise and all that. So I uh, just you know whatever. But uh
3: yeah. I think we got a bad. Imagine if we're in Texas.
2: Oh, I know Texas is getting hit hard right now. It's horrible. Um, yeah, I got family
3: out there when they're telling me, like, yeah, it, it's horrible. It's horrible out there. I'm like, yeah. I, I feel I feel
2: bad for everybody that's in Texas, and we're praying for everybody in Texas. I'm going to just say this. You know, if there's any way King Wrestling Podcast can help uh, the Texas people, we would love to because I can see the pain you are in. And I I've only went through it a night, okay? Yeah. And Some of them are going almost a week now. Going a week. Not only that, they don't have the water. It's just, yep. I mean, everything's froze over. I mean, if you look down there in Texas, like, uh, one of our, one of our good listeners and one of the guys that's been on the show, Mr. Vinny Berry, yep. you know, who wrote Lance by chance and go check out that book and get it Lance by chance.com. Uh, he texts me Monday morning. He says, Hey, how are you guys holding up? And I told him we're, we were good. We still had power at that time and everything. And then I asked him how he was doing. He said, everything was good there. So I'm, I'm hoping that Mr. Vinny is doing great and everything is still good. And I, you know, everybody in Texas is guys in my thoughts because uh, you know I, I know they're going through a rough time right now, and uh, we'd love to help out any way we can. So, but so I got
3: lucky. My family out that way has a generator, and they have plenty of gas, that so they're using that to run like a little space heater and everything to keep warm. But it's still you know it's
2: help. And, and you know we got a lot of listeners from Texas too.
3: Oh God, yeah, we got well. We think how many guys we know that live
2: in Texas that work over this way. Yeah, so I mean, you know, we we're you're with us right now and uh you know i just hope everybody can get through it just stay strong and get through because there's no water there's no power it's just it's yeah. it's rough it's rough yeah and it's an area of texas
3: that never gets cold weather i lived down in that area for quite a while it never gets cold like this yeah. they, they don't know what the hell to do <laughs>
2: yeah well that, that's like us man i mean like we yeah. got stuff that that they when see. The last, I mean,
3: okay brandon you've lived in this area a good chunk of your life you know when's the last time you saw i get below 20
2: it's been a while
3: about five, six years ago we had that little bit of ice storms last
2: well, time. When we when we had the snow, the last time we had the snow, which was probably about six years ago, my Yeah, that's when we had it, yeah. Okay, that was when it was the lowest I've ever had. But this week, this time I'm dude, we got down to ten. Ten degrees here.
3: We got down to twelve, I know, I don't, trust me,
2: I know. I I mean, I've never as long as i remember, I cannot remember Mississippi having ten degree weather. Well
3: that, real quick, is this the coldest weather you've ever been in?
2: I wouldn't say it was the coldest weather I've been in because I've been to Canada, but... Okay, I've
3: been out of overseas and I've been in negative shit, but, but I'm this just is saying... As coldest I've been in in 20 years.
2: <laughs> this is the coldest weather I've ever been in in Mississippi.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, I'll definitely, dude, definitely. Right. And if hopefully it'll be over by tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping that we can get some elevation here because, I mean, it's like, ugh.
3: I'm waiting for the mail to pass. I'm waiting on a bunch of stuff to come in. You know, I'm ready to go to the store and get some groceries, I'm ready to get back home.
2: Were you ready to get to Bryce Boudreaux?
3: Sure, put them on there, man.
2: I'm gonna get to Bryce, and we're gonna talk championship wrestling, Gulf Coast, and I mean, you're gonna enjoy this. So when we we'll just take a little second break here. If you're on Patreon, you're not getting no break; it's ad free. But that's uh, right. But yeah, uh, let's get to Bryce, and we'll see. We'll be back in
0: just.
2: the voice of Louisiana, Bryce Boudreaux. What's going on, Bryce?
1: What's going on, Brandon? Thank you for having
2: me. Oh, no problem, man. We got big things going down here Gulf Coast, and I, I just want the listeners to, uh, you know, kind of get a vibe of you, and then I want to talk about the stars of the Gulf Coast here.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I guess my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty cool guy. No, man. Uh... I guess I guess just a little bit about me. A lot of a lot of you know me out there. Uh, I was an announcer. I still am. I still ring announce uh, mainly in Texas, but uh, I've announced. I made my name for myself as a ring announcer in the state of Louisiana. And crazy, but COVID happened, and it's it's so strange to say this, but COVID worked wonders on my career. And I started announcing in Mississippi, and I started announcing in Texas, and then. Uh, now I am the uh, host and executive producer of Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast, the newest affiliate of the United Wrestling Network, uh, out of uh, Hollywood, California. So, um, but yeah, I, I've I've announced all over the place, from Battle Zone to uh, uh, SWE up there in Dallas uh, to Lions Pride Sports to Pro Wrestling Two Two Five to. Full Throttle Wrestling, I've announced in almost every independent promotion from Mississippi to Texas, not not all over the state of Texas, but you know, people know me as, as an announcer, but now uh, things are looking good, and uh, like I said, I'm the executive producer and the host of Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast.
2: Now, now, how did this come about with the Gulf Coast, I mean the Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast, because I mean... We know the United Wrestling Network and all that. That is a big to-do, and it's now here in the South, where a lot of untapped talent, a lot of talent that have not got the eyes on them, maybe possibly can get some eyes on them now.
1: So that's a really good question, Brandon. And uh, how this came about, uh, I was reached out to by Dave Marquez. Dave, uh, David Marquez is the, Jesus, he's been in this, business for 30 years years. he just he just said his 30th anniversary just a couple days ago so big happy 30th anniversary in the wrestling business to david marquez but um david marquez uh you know from california he's been all over this business he's he did the you know news stations and then he did uh working for actual television working for actual main tv stations he had something to do i think with the wrestling society x program that was on MTV back in the gap early 2000s so he worked a lot behind the scenes as a producer as a tv guy and then he got out of that and worked for disney for the longest time at their parks as a tour guide and then what do you know he's working back in tv and uh he got so good with tv and he was such a wrestling fan that he started his own promotion in california things happened da 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 and uh Something crazy happened to him, and he was one of the owners of the NWA for the longest time. I think it was in 2008, I want to mm-hmm.
2: say.
1: Yep. I, I really don't know that full story there. I haven't really talked to him much about that, but that's whatever. you saw guys like Colt Cabana, and you saw guys like Adam Pierce with the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. And um, that's whenever NWA found its home at David Marquez's Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, which is located in Hollywood, California. And, uh, you know, from there, Dave Marquez has expanded this empire known as the United Wrestling Network. And Dave Marquez, a lot of people don't know, was one of the, uh, I think he was, I think, assistant or like he was vice president of New Japan's uh, LA Dojo.
2: Yes.
1: And matter of fact, they actually film all the New Japan uh, uh, LA Dojo stuff at his studio in California. So, uh, Dave Marquez has a thumb on a lot of stuff, and he's a very powerful guy in wrestling, TV-wise. They like to call him the king of modern studio wrestling. And, of course, a lot of fans remember Dave being on the uh, hit show NWA Power. Of course, Dave had a lot of stuff behind the scenes with the NWA. Of course, he was a former owner, but there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Dave had his thumb on with the NWA, and they gave him a job as the, uh, one of the hosts of NWA Power, which was a phenomenal show. And, uh, anyways, no, just, just a little brief background about Dave Marquez. Cause people really don't know that there's more about Dave than, than, than just the, uh, just a host from NWA power. You know, there's a lot more to the guy and Dave reached out to me. Uh, he saw what I was doing and we had mutual friends and we talked a little bit. And, uh, I had seen that, You know, he had, uh, he was putting out there that he was looking for the newest affiliate of the championship wrestling brand. And so I hit him up and, you know, he, he reached out to me. And I had this crazy idea and I haven't publicly said this yet, but I had this crazy idea of doing this thing called championship wrestling from Mississippi. Uh, and we were actually going to do we actually plan on doing this with a uh, with the uh, I don't, I don't want to say the name of the promotion because rumors will start but we had a promotion that we were going to work with and and start doing shows in Mississippi that was a, an idea that lasted about an hour because uh, Dave quickly explained to me that that's not what he was looking for he was looking for a little bit something else more for television and that's where this comes into play and he pitched to me Having my own TV show, much like what they have currently in Memphis, uh, the newly formed Championship Wrestling from Memphis. Uh, of course, they've been around for two years, but now they are officially known as Championship Wrestling from Memphis. Um, they were just known as Championship Wrestling for a while, but what it is is it's it's a TV show. It's a it's a syndicated wrestling television show. You're going to see the best action from uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood from uh, Primetime Live, from the NWA, from New Japan. You're going to see some really cool action uh, on this show, Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast. And um, I- I'm the host of it. So it's kind of it's like, uh, what was that show back in the day? Uh, WWF had. All right. Come on, Brandon. It-
2: WWF Mania. There was a, was ma- it? a WWF Wrestling Challenge. Or maybe prime well, time.
1: Prime time. That was that was. that's funny we say prime time. That was the <laughs> one where you know you had gorilla and you had Bobby in yep. the studio, and then they said let's go to the action, and it was recorded action from like last week at a at a coliseum show. That's essentially what this is, and um, I think this is something that's very cool and something that we haven't really got to see in this area. Uh, I'm aware that championship wrestling from hollywood airs in a lot of places uh all over the country but uh dave is wanting to expand his network of the i guess the territorial system not really territorial that's that's so old school but you know your regional affiliates you know we we have championship wrestling from memphis and you know, now we have Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast, owned by me, and we have Championship Wrestling Arizona, we have Championship Wrestling Hollywood. There is a Championship Wrestling San Francisco, but they're very hush-hush, nobody really talks about yeah. it. It's not even called Championship Wrestling San Francisco, but whatever, besides the point. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's what we've got going on, and I'm the host of it, and I'm the producer of it, and we're having a lot of fun. Uh, it's been pretty cool working with Dave on this, and Uh, we've got some good stuff recorded and we've got some good stuff in the can. And our premiere is Sunday, February 28th on our CBS station in Lake Charles, Louisiana. It's going to be our home station. And, uh, we will be airing on YouTube as well. So if you don't live in the area, you can always watch us on YouTube and we are going to expand. So Brandon, I know you're in Mississippi. Uh, we will be airing in Mississippi, hopefully within the next couple months or so.
2: Well, I can't wait for that. Uh, and, you know, let me ask you this, too, because a lot of my listeners are very familiar with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood because we've had a lot of the guys on the show, like Danny Lime, like Popo Esco, you know, Slice Boogie, Will Day, oh, wow. Yeah, all these wow. guys have been on the show, and it's just been, it's, it's an honor. But let me ask you this, who are some of the biggest stars you've seen from from uh, Championship Wrestling? Gulf Coast. Uh, man, I have to say
1: just, uh, one, one guy in particular, and you just mentioned his name is Will Alday. Uh, Will is, is a rock star, man. I've known Will for a good while now. I remember Will whenever he was, uh, he's actually from Houston, Texas. So I guess a, a Gulf coast boy, you know, um, Will is, uh, I remember Will coming out of a uh, reality wrestling Booker T school. And, uh, you know, he graduated from the University of Rice there in Houston. Uh, he played football for Rice. And I've been knowing Will for a good while. And, man, Will goes to Hollywood, and Will does some cool stuff over there. And uh, he isn't really well liked, but, uh, hell, you know, he, he's a Gulf Coast boy. And I think whenever he airs on, uh, on our, our TV sets here across the Gulf Coast, I think the Gulf Coast will be pretty proud of Will all day.
2: Yeah, I got to see Will. I've seen him in person several times. As a matter of fact, I've seen him in person in Brookhaven, Mississippi. But Will came on the show, told us, you know, put us in our place and did everything right. But I've, I've been enjoying his stuff on uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and all over everywhere he's been. He's he's actually been in Memphis as well, too. So uh, that's that's another thing I'm looking at. We're looking at expanding this. You said, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi. You, you can get on YouTube or whatever, but how how much further the expansion do you think that's going to happen here? Like, where do you think you're going to go from there?
1: Uh, so, uh, the first meeting we, we discussed, uh, Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast will span from Texas to Florida. Wow. Uh, every, essentially, all five states, I think it's five states, that touch the Gulf of Mexico, that's Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast. Uh, and... I don't want to sound like I own all of it because I don't. <laughs> and if, if, if I, if I say that there's going to be some old school promoter in Alabama, that's going to be all pissed off. And No, uh, I don't own all these States, but that's what we're going to be running. And we're not running shows in your town where we are doing TV. Uh, this is a TV show. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it, it's exciting stuff. I'm just, I'm just talking about it. It's just so cool. what We've got going on here. Uh, with championship wrestling. And uh, yeah, like I said, Texas to Florida, that's our stake right there. And um,
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I, <laughs> well, well, you know, you brought up Dave a few minutes ago and you was talking about him and, you know, how he's been in the business 30 plus years, probably one of the smartest guys in the wrestling business. You know, he did NWA power. He's been doing championship wrestling Hollywood for almost over a decade now. He is just, uh, I mean, it's it's amazing what he's done with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and brought it from. I mean, it's, it's been around for what since two thousand and ten.
1: I think it was two thousand and yeah, two thousand and ten or two thousand and thirteen. I forget the actual year, but yeah, it's, it's pretty close to it. Yeah, Dave, Dave is an extraordinary mind man, and it's unreal. The, the first time that he called me. And I picked up the phone and I hear, I heard him, you know, I don't want to like mimic the way he sounds, but you know, hello, hi, is this Bryce? And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm talking to Dave Marquez. (laughs) (laughs) And now, you know, we call each other almost every day. And, uh, just to pick that guy's brain is just something really cool. Uh, the knowledge that he has and, um, just every little detail that he knows about wrestling across the country, across the globe,
2: it's, it's, just, just, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really unbelievable how he's – what he's done and what he's got planned for the future is just unbelievable. Dave is, to me, one of the geniuses of wrestling right now, and you talk about modern-day studio wrestling. I mean, like, when you watch studio wrestling, in my opinion, that is the best wrestling you can watch. I mean, the way they put the pro- product on, the production, everything is just top-notch and perfect.
1: Yeah, and, and Dave, Dave is the king of modern-day studio wrestling. And uh, I love studio wrestling. Uh, I know, I understand the big Coliseum style that Vince McMahon loves. You know, that's that's one thing. But honestly, man, I kind of get tired of seeing <laughs> – just a big giant arena every single night. For some reason, it's just, I don't know. I don't like it. I really love the intimate feeling of studio wrestling and in the South. That's what a lot of us grew up on was watching studio wrestling 605, you know? Um, yeah. And that, that's what I think Dave really loves. And that's what, that's what we're going to bring you. And, um, I don't know if you were going to ask this, but I I think I'm just going to jump to the topic because uh, a lot of people have been asking me, uh, will you eventually have a studio show? And whenever that time comes, yes, we will. We, we have a studio already picked out. We have an idea of what the production will look like. Um, And we have an idea of who we will have on that show. And uh, you will see a lot of the stars coming in from Hollywood to come down and represent the Hollywood brand. You'll see a couple stars uh, from right here in the Gulf Coast and be our stars of the Gulf Coast. And You'll see some stars coming in from Memphis and Arizona and all the other championship wrestling territories or uh, regions, I say. I don't know why I keep saying (laughs) territories. But, yeah, we we, we do. We will eventually have a studio product to deliver to everybody. As you know, the product in Memphis uh, currently ran by Dustin Starr. Big shout-out to Dustin and his uh, wife, Maria. They just did uh, some big TV tapings. Think Valentine's Day. They yes. had their inaugural TV tapings, studio TV tapings in Memphis, Tennessee. And um, you want to talk about intimate? That setup they had was uh, was as intimate as intimate can get. It was uh, it was it was very studio esque. It was very uh, you know. I, it, it just reminded me of watching old school studio style wrestling. Uh, seeing their setup that they have in Memphis and uh, the Memphis product, of course, it took god, I don't know, uh, maybe a year or so for them to finally get their feet planted. And then they decided, you know, I think it's time to do TV tapings, and that'll probably happen down here. You know, we can't just jump the gun and say, okay, let's let's do TV tapings. You know, right now, you know, we have to kind of wait and just see, you know, do the people want to see TV tapings? You know, are we. Are we getting the views that we want to get? Are, are our ratings good? You know, because if not, this could be a flash in the pan and it could just fail completely. Hope not. But
2: uh. <laughs> Well, w- with you behind it, I got faith in it. I think it's going to go somewhere, and I think you can get your foot off ground. And that's what I was thinking. You know, you're going to start out with the TV show, and then we're going to build up. Just like Memphis. And Memphis has done a good job. But, you know, we talk about studio wrestling. We talk about – let's – you know, say NWA, you know, I went to the last NWA tapings that were over there and everything was done so perfect. I'd rather, to me, that was the best wrestling experience I've had because I've been to WWE and I'm not talking about independent wrestling. I'm talking about, you know, going to like the studio or to a big arena. That was the best wrestling experience I had was going to the NWA TV tapings back in January of last year. That was, it was, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I wanted to go up there, but I think the tapings were during the week and, uh, my schedule just didn't add up and I really just didn't want to drive all the way to Georgia. But, uh, no, man, that's, that's really cool. And I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And you know, that right there is just the definition of studio wrestling. And Dave had his thumb on a lot of stuff over there with how they wanted to present the NWA's product. Um, in in atlanta at the uh at at the studios and of course now if you want to talk a little bit of nwa because there's a lot of rumors flying around uh uh across the i don't know internet wrestling dirt sheets and uh, internet wrestling communities that the nwa is dead and that nwa has lost all of its stars NWA is taking precautions to what's going on. Of course, we are still living in a pandemic, and not everybody can just do uh, shows during the COVID uh, during, during the current pandemic issue. And that's why you're not seeing anything from the NWA. Of course, they did Primetime Live, uh, which is some of the action you will see on Championship Press and Gulf Coast. But um, no, the, the NWA is far from dead. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you say the NWA is dead, dude, just just slap yourself across the face mm-hmm. for me, please. Because you're an absolute idiot. The NWA will never die. Uh, the NWA's heart is beating uh, at, at, at a pretty good rate right now. And people are saying, oh, they're losing all their talent. No, they're not. <laughs>
2: uh, not their talent
1: case. are just working elsewhere right now. Because NWA not really can't really do anything, you know. It's not really worth going out there and doing TV tapings right now for the NWA because you know they weren't really on a TV channel.
2: Now, and they, they'd be losing even more money doing that, in my opinion. Correct.
1: Correct. Uh, yeah, uh, of course. I think was it the uh, recent NXT takeover where Eli Drake, now known as L.A. Night, baby. Uh, L.A. Knight is now with NXT. Everybody's freaking out. The N.W. is dead. Thunder Roses and A.W. N.W. is dead. Like get out of here. You're an idiot if you think the N.W.A. is
2: dead. The N.W.A. is not dead. Let me just say this about the N.W.A. A lot of these stars that you've seen that come and now you're they're on a big platform now. Not you know besides Eli Drake, he was in Impact and stuff. But a lot of these wrestlers made their name in N.W.A. So you don't think the NWA can make new stars as well? There's a lot yep. of stars out there that they can make.
1: You're exactly right. And Thunder Rosa was one of those. Yes. You know, Thunder, uh, I, I, I know Mel very well. Uh, I worked with her in Texas a few times. And I remember whenever she got signed with Lucha Underground, of course, that's whenever not many people knew who she was. I think she was
2: Cobra, Cobra Moon. Cobra Moon. Cobra
1: Moon. Yeah, uh, and not many people really knew about her, but the NWA put her on the map. Mm -hmm. You know, she was a star whenever she walked through the curtain over there. And, uh, yeah, we were all happy to see Thunder over there. We're so happy to see what she's doing now with with AEW. Uh, It just blows my mind that you see, you know, Mel uh, from, from, from San Antonio just on the big stage.
2: Well, you know, that's that's you, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, with Thunder Rosa too. Speaking of Thunder Rosa, you know, she came on King of Wrestling podcast on her debut on NWA. She came wow. out. Yeah, we we had her on the show the day that she debuted in NWA.
1: So, wow.
2: Yeah, it was it was uh, it's cool to see how she did it. Ricky Starks. That's another one that the NWA has really made. That's a, another a name. one. You're
1: exactly right. And Ricky, great. great great guy uh super great guy i know ricky really well uh louisiana boy right there ricky starks from new orleans you know I, I worked plenty of shows with ricky in in texas and i remember you know going to the shows here in lake charles uh and whatever he worked for full throttle wrestling whenever he was at wildcat you know yeah. ricky went to the nwa and they made him what he is now look who's working for he's working for aew And, no, the NWA isn't dead, and people will say, oh, they lost all their talent. (laughs) No, uh, because a lot of people will be headed back to the NWA. Whenever NWA opens up, you're going to start seeing a lot of stuff that uh, will just blow your mind. Um, You think all this cross-promoting stuff is cool, just wait whenever NWA comes back, you're going to see a lot more
2: of it. Yeah, you really are, and I, I don't. I've never even thought that NWA would die. I mean, you knew when the Corona came or the pandemic came that that was the situation, what was going to happen, and we knew that. But yeah. now that it's coming back, and that's another thing with the NWA. I just want to say, is that you know you can bring some of these guys back. That's fine, but also they're going to introduce new people to the to the world, and it's going to make more stars. The NWA within the short period of time that it was around. It gave a lot of people a good platform to to work and apply their craft.
1: Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't really mean to get on this, this NWA thing. But <laughs>
2: we did get on yeah, a little it's, tangent it's
1: really, there. It's really just been bothering me seeing these people post like, the NWA is dead, NWA. Like, get out of here. No, it is not. It's far from dead. They're just – they're, they just hit the pause button, like a lot of other promotions are doing right now. Oh, oh, or are you going to say Ring of Honor is dead? Oh, they haven't done a show. Like, come on, really?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's the thing. you got to understand with these companies like Ring of Honor, like NWA, stuff like that, they don't have the million-dollar backings that WWE or AEW have. So they had to settle with what they had. and. Thankfully, everything's starting to come back. I have faith that NWA will be back because, to me, NWA Power is one of the top programs. But now, one of the top programs coming up here in February is going to be none other than Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast. And, Bryce, you're a, you're the thank for all that, and we really appreciate it. And I can't wait for this to happen. I mean, this is going to be unbelievable. Where, what's the YouTube channel going to be?
1: Uh, Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast. Uh, just look it up on YouTube. Um uh, Everything's been set up. You know, we're we're, we're ready to, to air stuff. We're going to be doing some live streams here in a couple of days um, to just kind of Q and A. I think you know uh, that that'll that'll help everybody out. If you want to ask some questions, what could we see on the show? What's the future looking like for Championship Press and Gulf Coast? Well, you'll be able to ask that. Just in a few days, we'll do a couple Q and As, couple Q and As, Q and As during uh, the time that we air. Uh, on, on TV, of course, or before we air, after we air, whatever. Well, that, that that stuff will all be set in stone, and we'll be able to do all that. But yeah, check us out on YouTube. That's where you'll be able to see the full episodes if you missed them or if you do not catch the show in your area. Which hopefully, eventually, you will be able to.
2: Well, I think yeah, it, yeah. I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to spread out. I think it's going to be a big deal. A lot of people are going to oh, well. be introduced to a lot of new talent, which. A lot of people love new talent. They love being introduced to new things. So I think this will be a good, good deal. But before we do get out of here, is there anything else you'd like to plug before you get rolling?
1: No, man. Uh, Brandon, I appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, just once again, we do premiere on February 28th. That's a Sunday, February 28th. You catch us at 10 PM, uh, Sundays at 10 PM starting February 28th on uh, Lake Charles CBS. That's CBS 17. And, uh, Hopefully, by the time you hear this, we have some other TV stations will be on, hopefully in your area. But if not, if we don't air in your area, you can catch us on YouTube at Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast on YouTube. Uh, We are on social media as well. If you want to follow us, get all the updates. Follow us at Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast on Facebook. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at CW Gulf Coast. That's CW Gulf Coast, all one word. Uh, follow us on instagram there and uh if you want to follow me you know on facebook i'm bryce boudreaux follow me on instagram i think i'm even anyway, no bryce boudreaux announcer mc all one word i've got to change that that's super <laughs> long but uh no uh man we we have a lot of cool stuff going on man uh and this is just the baby steps uh if you want to learn some more about what we're talking about today with united wrestling network and the uh, primetime live and, and, and cha- all the championship wrestlings, of course, championship wrestling, Arizona championship wrestling from Memphis championship wrestling from Hollywood championship wrestling, Gulf coast. Uh, there's even more that that's coming out here soon that we don't even know about, but if you want to learn more about all of those, then look up, UnitedWrestlingNetwork.com. Uh, united wrestling Network.com. That's where you'll get a little bit more of a history of everything and exactly what we're here to do. And, uh, just to make everything in wrestling look pretty good, and uh, to help people out, and uh, we're not here to take over. You know, we're just here to do good business.
2: Well, man, I, Bryce, I really appreciate you coming and doing this. It uh, means the world, uh, and I hope you come back soon. I Hope you come back soon with it. So, but thank yeah, man, you.
1: absolutely, absolutely. Who knows? Maybe here soon. Uh, I'll come on here and we'll talk a little bit, a uh, little bit more, and maybe get a couple stars. From hey. uh, Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast don't here. Talk
2: that, to you. That sounds good. That sounds perfect, man. <laughs> thank you, man.
1: All righty, Brennan. I appreciate it. Thank you,
2: bro. Man, I got to thank Bryce Boudreau, man. That was awesome. Bryce is I all – he's question. a character, Sorry. man.
3: I got a question about old Bryce Boudreau. Is he in relation to Blade Boudreau?
2: I don't know. I'll have to ask him next time. We'll have him I'll back say, on. Yeah. We'll have him back on. Cool, cool. Hey, he can manage the Blues Brothers 2000, whatever they're calling themselves now. <laughs> whatever they're calling themselves now uh i think it is the B- bruise brothers bruise brothers.
3: yeah the bruise brothers yeah
2: uh, let's see before we get into mlw let's talk about this coming up this coming wednesday is season three episode one limitless the road returns baby
3: can't wait man i cannot wait i've been i throw this out there real quick i've been listening to logan black's uh podcast and i cannot wait to see more of him and everybody else on the road
2: that's your one podcast, and if you missed his episode right here on Around the Indies, it was last Friday. Go back in the archives and check it out. Also, you can go back in the archives and check out people like Thunder Rosa, yep. Zicky Dice, Tito Santana, yep. Justin Credible, Brian Pillman Jr., and much, much more. And we got My Reed this Tuesday, and then the week after that, we got PCO, baby. Hell yeah. All right, so I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to talk before. Really, i really, like I said, I didn't write no notes down. I didn't give a shit about any of these matches. I'm just going to tell you this, okay? <laughs> I got a few notes in my head. Okay, I do too. I'm going to say this Tom Waller's Filthy Island. I love MLW. And I, and you know, I've preached this at, from since the episode one. MLW's yep. got one of the best wrestling products out there, okay?
3: I've been following them since I got on BN Sports with Fusion two and a half years ago, yep.
2: So, ever since episode one, they have been killing it. All right. Yep. Don't ever, e- 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 ever do another Tom Lawler's Filthy Island because this was trash. Dude, this was horrible. I know that, I-, I know what they were gunning for, but, dude, yeah. this was a waste of my time and uh, everybody else's. Yeah,
3: because, I mean, I was all excited. I'm gonna, I was going to watch it last night, and that's when I thought the power was out. And, I mean, sorry, Wednesday night. And, man... I'm sitting there watching on God, this
2: is just hard. You know it's bad when the commercials are entertaining you more than the actual show. Dude, it's bad whenever you know that I'm watching it work to kill time and I'd rather be working. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I remember you telling me you're watching
2: it work. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was going to try to watch it, you know, before we yeah. did anything with it. And I was like, damn, I got to write notes now. I was like, oh, shit. throw that out the door. I mean, I like the concept, the, the funny thing. I didn't need, we didn't need a whole episode. No, no, and only that,
3: but then the one match I was actually looking forward to, the main event, was what? Three minutes, five minutes, maybe?
2: I didn't even make it to the main event. You're who, who, us a damn thing. Who, who won? Who versus King
3: Mo? Yeah. Uh, King Mo.
2: Okay, so, all right.
3: I'm pretty sure King Mo.
2: Well, hell, I, I don't know. I didn't make it to the main event. I'll just say this. Mil Mertes and the Savio Vega thing, that was, oh my gosh. That
3: was know. worse than the Hammerstone, uh, Mads oh, God. Cougar. Thank you. I was almost said his other name there, that badge. Oh, man, this whole show. And my thing was, okay, we're in Hawaii. We're in Hawaii. That is Spanish moss hanging from the damn trees. There is no Spanish moss in Hawaii.
2: First off, if that's Hawaii, I don't want to get
3: it. Yeah, because that looks like the sleazy. I mean, actually, I wouldn't mind going to the sleazy part of Hawaii. I mean, you got the car seats by the ring. You know? like, How would you like the boombox with the 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 BASF uh, audio cassettes with the entrance names on them? I,
2: I, I, like I like that. I like that. I know that yeah, was cheesy. It, oh, and by the way, it, it looks like the Dynasty's still together.
3: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, old Hammerstone and, um, oh, shit, Holiday were working. They need another member. They do. That's me. You know who they, know, you know who they need? They need the fucking best, man. They need Buku Dow.
2: Yeah, well, well, speaking of Buku Dow, did you see TJP's promo? He cut on Buku Dow? I liked it. I think TJP had a little mean streak in him. I was enjoying that. That was one thing I did take away from Fusion yeah, this week.
3: It was great because I came up to Dow and just beats his ass. Oh, that ain't going to happen. Because Dow is more than five foot tall with the hair.
2: No, no. It's just like TJP said. He has to look up to him because he's only 4'9". No,
3: I've been right next to Dow. He is exactly five foot if you don't include the hair.
2: <laughs> but anyway.
3: <laughs> you include the hair, he's five foot five.
2: Anyway, so I like the TJP deal. I going to just say this. I like the concept. That, I love the spam part, too. Oh, I
3: like how they couldn't even get real spam. They had armor, treat, and then like Dollar General luncheon meat.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> the like nastiest stuff in the world, man.
3: Dude, I want to eat spam. But I like how Tom Waller also they had the bottle of water. he made sure the labels weren't showing. Then his can of bang, he kept on trying to
2: hide it. <laughs> It was just, crazy. and then he just said with no expense, and it was a, it was funny. Okay, and yeah. I hate to shit on it, and I really don't mean to, because you know I don't, we don't really talk bad about wrestling, but I'm yeah, just saying this is the worst I've ever talked about a show. I've never even, I mean, I love MLW. Don't get oh, me wrong, and, MLW is one of my favorite programs. I just think that this was a waste of space, and I know they were trying to probably trying to fill something in because we're getting a rerun next week. So yep. before we get what I'm looking forward to, which is Jordan Oliver challenging Jacob Fatu for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship.
3: What they should have done with Filthy Island is had one match each week and spread it out over the course of like a month. It wouldn't have been as bad, but having all this in one episode, you're just going, yeah,
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like, have, like I have a segment of it. Yeah. And it would have been cool, but a whole damn episode just kind of... Brung it down for the me. There was a
3: couple of highlights. Zinchi jumping out of the tree
2: was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I figured you'd say Romero that. Romero
3: doing the tornado D D C off the ring post was pretty cool.
2: Yes, it was. I mean I, I, I know it sounds like terrible, but I'm gonna just yeah. say this. I mean, you know, the the stuff that they did was cool. Oh yeah. But it just didn't feel, I mean, it just felt way, way too cheap. You know what it felt like, dude? It
3: felt like we were 15 years old and we were in a backyard having a, having a backyard wrestling event.
2: Yes, it did. And, and also, you know, the thing is, like, I, I like the aspect of them being a little risque and stuff with this. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, like, don't do a whole damn hour.
3: Well, my and you know what? I kept on waiting for the entire show. I kept on waiting for Spider Web WWE the chosen one to show up.
2: <laughs> yeah, you just want to see. I, movie. That like an
3: event he would be at. You know, he'd show up. You know, with four replica belts on one shoulder. You know, and get DDT'd and it'd disappear.
2: Yeah, that would have been that would have been right about right. Man, I just and I hate to say this. You know, I just, I was kind of let down with MLW, even though I love MLW, and I've Mm -hmm. loved every episode from start to finish here, you know, they had some hiccups and stuff, but this.
3: Oh, this was just the whole time ago. The most enjoyable part of the show, besides the TJP interview, was PWI's top ten list.
2: Yeah, I I enjoyed that too.
3: But yeah, the rest of the show, man, That's where
2: I stopped watching was after the top ten.
3: Uh, I, I finished it. Uh, me and my father watched it, so we finished it. But even he was going he was like, "This is kind of shitty." He's like, "I'd rather watch Oklahoma <laughs> Russell." And I say something because he went to quite a few Oklahoma shows back in the day with me. When you know all Oklahoma could do was tag in, throw like two punches in, and oh my god, I'm fixing to die and run out of the ring. So
2: I just I this mean... was worse.
3: This was worse than Last Rights Championship Wrestling. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, ask Bill Fagerau about Last Rights. He'll tell you. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, you know that uh, not dogging MLW. I still love MLW, but I just oh, think that that, I think this was a waste of uh, time for us. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and plus the week I had, I mean, like, dude, I'm looking for a highlight in my week, and uh, that didn't help. No, it didn't.
3: This was a longer episode than normal. This was like an hour and three minutes or
2: something. I know, and that's what I'm saying. They gave an hour and three minutes to this, but then we get good episodes and we get fifty minutes.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, okay, okay. What I'm trying to figure out is how does Court Bauer get the rights to so all the music? Because when the Von airs come driving up, that is obviously string hole by Ted's, Ted Nugent playing. Well,
2: maybe they don't. And that ain't cheap to license. I know, but maybe they don't. Maybe they just maybe found like, they a way a loophole. Yeah.
3: Paul Heyman's just like fucking. I don't care.
2: <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, what was your grade overall,
3: <sighs> dude? I hate to do it, but it's a D plus.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go with you on it then.
3: Yeah, that's the worst grade I've ever given That was just, man I'll never watch it And I was excited for it you know,
2: I, was excited I think for that's the worst helmet. grade we've given on the show Yeah And you
3: know I me mean? I was excited I was like, hell yeah Filthy Island, Tom Lawley I mean, We were trying to figure out what the island was We thought it was the girls on Wild Island You know no, It was Florida Shitty part of Florida too Like the part of Florida you don't want
2: to go to I'm going to just say this MLW is going to take a week off We're going to regroup We're going to come back We're going to have a hellacious show It looks like coming up So I can't wait Oh yeah uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead. And I, I don't know. So you go ahead. I don't care. Let me just rephrase this, okay? Okay. We don't have to watch the person on TV. We don't have to see a person on TV. We don't have to see that uh, as far as our MVP goes. Our MVP can be whoever you want it to be. So what? What? who's your MVP this week? I mean, match of the week first.
3: Okay, match of the week, uh
2: and LSU. I'm going to second that. That was mine too. But my MVP is
3: going to be a little odd because it wasn't for a match. I'm going to my MVP to Logan Black because this podcast has been entertaining as hell the past two days.
2: Sounds good. Sounds good. My MVP is not another than PCO.
3: That's a good choice, man. That's just just choice.
2: because we had a good conversation, great guy, Ring of Honor. And I hate just that. I missed him. it, man. And you know we, it. That, was the day, that was the day my computer messed up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I can't wait for everybody to hear this interview. I mean, it was it was great. I really enjoyed uh, talking to him. He's very down to earth, and, and Ring of Honor. You know, we don't say enough good things about them on this podcast. They're 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 really killing it since the Pure Championship. They have really upped their game, I think, in uh, as far as everything goes with the pandemic. Uh, Ring, of, Ring of Honor is one of my favorites to watch since the pandemic. I will say this about MLW. I love MLW, but they have missed a step since the pandemic started, even with. I know they're giving us content and stuff, but there's just a little something missing right now.
3: Well, they, not only that, but they had such a roster change because, you know, Codo Brazil's gone, uh, Mance Warner's gone, they lost, they had, and Davy Boy Smith's gone, Brian Pillman's pretty much gone. You know, they had a big roster change in it. They're having to get their groove back. But you know what MOW is? MOW is the new ECW. They're going on an obscure sports network. The roster changes constantly. You know, it is the new ECW. So you remember how ECW used to be? They'd have bad episodes and they'd come back with a killer one the next week. So.
2: I'm just going to give it to that and just say that, you know, we we still love MLW and we're going to stick with it. Uh, Ring of Honor, though, they're killing it and we wish them nothing but the best in 2021 because they've got it all going on right now and I'm enjoying it. And if you're not checking out Ring of Honor, you can check them out on all kinds of platforms. And one of the best ones to watch on fight.tv, check that out. It's free every Monday. That's when I check it out. Or you can be a member of the Honor Club and check it out as well.
3: We'll see what Ring of Honor, you know, I actually get stadium, I can watch it on stadium, you never know when it's going to air, where's fight, I know Monday, what, 6 or 7, it pops up our time.
2: Yep, 6 o'clock.
3: Okay, I thought it was, that. I usually catch it on Tuesdays, because Mondays, I'm usually busy with Tuesday morning, like, have breakfast, watch Ring of Honor, you know, it's kind of become tradition, kind of like, Wednesday nights, I'm eating dinner, watching MLW, and I will flip over to Limitless, when Limitless is on. Next week, I'll be able to do that.
2: Can't wait, can't wait for the road return. Alright, uh, let's do some podcast shout-outs real quick.
3: Cool,
2: uh, cool. My Usual Suspects, Making K-Fade. They're on all podcast platforms. Check them out. Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast every Sunday on the Visionary Global Media features MGB Graham and the Mad Attack UK who look at the good, the bad, and the unsure moments from the world of wrestling and also their infamous Devil's Advocate Round. Check that out. Comic Book Couples Counseling. Check that out with Brad and Lisa. They're on all pop uh, podcast platforms. And X marks the spot. With Smart Henry, he goes completely against the grain. Check them out on all podcast platforms. IcoPod, check them out on all podcast platforms. And who do you you have this week? I got unpaid
3: programming like every week. You know, great comedy podcasts. They're caught back up. You know, they took a week off. They're back, and they're just killing it. If you you keep up with current events and got a sixth sense of humor, they're worth listening to. And then my other one, Logan Black's Year One Wrestling Podcast. It is amazing. It's so much fun listening to that, and they're perfectly. Matter of fact, before you called, I was listening to the second part of the Nick Stapp episode, which is really, really good. I learned so much about Johnny Rods I never knew before.
2: That's cool. We got to get Nick Stapp on the show too,
3: dude. I was getting ready to tell you off there we got to get Nick Stapp because he has the most interesting career. And in, did you know he didn't start off wrestling as Nick Stapp?
2: No. Who did he start off wrestling? He started
3: wrestling as the CPA.
2: Oh, let's check this out certified yeah. public accountant. Yeah. Man, uh well this week's been a challenging say oh, the least. It has uh, it, been it, challenging. It man. could be worse. So oh, god yeah, it could be. That's that's what you always look at. It could be worse and yep. uh you look on the bright side of everything. That's what we try hey, to do.
3: We did everything we could to make sure y'all got an episode this week cuz it's been between computer issues and power issues and you
2: know the Belfast Bulldog line to me about a package, you know. I yeah, gonna This has been the, one of the most challenging weeks, and we still got the episode out. and I'm so happy that we did that. And I want to thank all the listeners and all the supporters that you know check us out each and every week. And remember, if you want to add free content, you want bonus episodes, you want other stuff, go check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash KWP show. If you want to check out our t shirts and get one and you know be sporting something that even Danny light wears, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash KOWP. And check those out; they're only nineteen ninety nine. And then you can follow us on Twitter at KOWP Show and like us on Facebook at King Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you do all these things before we get out of here, Ultimo Gals. I know what you're going to say, so go ahead and say it.
3: What am I going to say? Oh, find some wrestling you like and enjoy it, and live hard, love, uh, <laughs> live fast, love hard, die with your mask on.
2: There you go and uh. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Don't forget to check stay us warm. out. Yeah, stay very warm if you're somewhere <laughs> cold, and uh, remember to check us out on Patreon at patreoncom show. Thank you for everybody that supports King Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate everybody.
3: Exactly, can't do the show without y'all.
2: Exactly. Have a good weekend. This has been an Audio Zoe production. What you thinking, Zoe?